In the break room, getting to know your committee series continues with your Veterans Committee. I'm Eric Peterson from PDX Ops. We're talking with Charlie Bilodeau, chair of the committee from Manchester, Victor Zelinkas from Midway, Sheena Belton from Fort Lauderdale, and Antoine Strickland from Atlanta. In part two, the committee talks about some of the issues they focus on working with and for our veterans, starting with Sheena Belton from Fort Lauderdale in the break room. passion is to educate the veterans because the one thing I noticed when I got out of the military is that no one really kind of guided you and told you exactly what you needed to do to be successful on the outside, um, to navigate through um, the VA system and, you know, get signed up for school or, you know, just get health care. So I like to speak with veterans to help them. I just feel like a big sister, you know, just trying to help my, my fellow veteran. And that's what I'm passionate about. Antoine? Uh, my passion is the um, the education on USERA uh, as far as um, traditional reservists are concerned, um, being that I'm still currently serving and the disconnect sometime between uh, local management and member not being knowledgeable of the USERA Act. That, that's one of my strongest desires to get them to understand uh, because USERA is not you know, it's in that military language sometimes for that we understand and other people don't. It's the first um, acronym you guys have pulled out since you've been in the room <laughs> with me. So congratulations, you're doing great. Uh, but we it, and and USERA is not as old as you know some of the pe- veterans that have served currently even before us. So it was created for the way we live our lives now. So for me, it's very important for people to understand. There are times when you have to deploy. There are times when you have to come back to work. And, you know, like Charlie was saying, we would like language that it wouldn't be so hard when you're coming off leave or you're coming off your annual tour or your, your TDYs and, you know, the courses that you have to take for us to just be able to slide right back into the system. Someone's not understanding the difference between active duty and our traditional reserves. Victor, one of your passions. Well, my passion um, is definitely helping out the veterans. I know, like, when I got out of the military, um, my camaraderie towards other Marines just always drew me close. And until a couple years ago when I needed to figure out healthcare and seeing the lack of language that I was able to apply for to figure it out and the lack of resources hit me. But then one day someone approached me with a conversation of, do you know what benefits you have? And I thought I did when I didn't. And that person put me on a path. For me now, it's just paying it forward because someone opened my eyes to say, you have these things available for you and you're not alone. So then after that, I just committed to trying to push that information someone gave to me so that that position that I was put in doesn't have to happen for the next veteran. And they can get the information and hopefully set them off in, in a better path. And so ever since then, it's just been trying to help out other vets so that they understand and that I can fulfill that kind of a pay it forward feel. Charlie, I, I, I think I have enough battery power left to get <laughs> to why you're so passionate about this committee and have been for years. But yeah, yeah. I mean, just circle back on it because it's <laughs> infectious. And I think it's it's going to get your email box uh, flooded with some more veterans that might be like, hey, I think I might be able to help. Right. And I hope people uh, go and register. If you register, you get a pin patch and coin from the internationals. So mm-hmm. use our 
QR code and go and register. But uh, I'm definitely passionate because I love I love the fact that I could change lives. Um, I love the fact that I get to be a battle buddy. And this all started with me um, having my own personal issue with Southwest, going all the way up to you know going to have to meet them at the federal building way back in the day. And because I was passionate about my own case, it uh, I was asked to join this committee and carried on over and. And now I, now I get to do it for everybody else. I get to be their advocates and know what I went through and just hope that never, nobody else ever has to go through the, the uh, stress and the, everything that I had to go through trying to fight the company just to have my job. I noticed you said battle buddy a couple times. That's definitely a term I'm sure you use uh, when you're on duty. But to be able to carry that forward into your post-military life you still carry that in your heart. Uh, it goes towards your fellow veterans that you work with, and it seems like it's kind of just your mindset for life that you you take care of each other. Yeah, we're our one big family, one way or the other. We're uh, we've got each other's backs. We always will. For for our, our membership out there and stuff, we're your battle buddies. So if you need somebody, please call, email, Facebook, uh, any way you can get a hold of us. Call the union office. Uh, our our numbers are out there. Emails are out there. You know, any 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 way you can get a hold of us, we're there. And uh, if we can't solve a problem or an issue, we have resources and we'll make sure it gets solved. So no matter what, one way or the other, we're, we're everybody's battle buddy. Everybody's. I mean, I could think of a situation where someone might need to reach out to you for something that might be not currently working on, but they want to find out how they can support a veterans organization. And they Google it and there's just way too many. Maybe there's some that you you endorse. Maybe there's some in, in each particular city that, that might be a good fit for them. Is, is it, Am I throwing some work on your desk? Um, is that something that you'd be down with? Actually, so right now um, we work with the International and um, we're, we're backing them um, with the Spartan Sword and the Spartan Pledge. If you look back at the convention in Vegas, if you look at those videos, you'll see our Veterans Committee, our International Veterans Committee, uh, carry the sword. The sword was crafted from the steel from 9-11. Good, say the pledge on the sword and basically, you know, um, you won't do anything. Uh, you'll be a battle buddy for somebody and you'll, you'll always be there for somebody. Somebody. And if you get to the point where you need somebody, you always call your battle buddy and you're always the battle buddy. Either way, it's it's a nice pledge and um, we support that 100%. Our entire local has supported it. Our entire international has gotten behind that. So um, that's something in a large scale effect that we've been able to do. And we encourage anybody who would like to donate individually or get involved in any kind of way to do that. We encourage people to get involved in their local communities, whether that's like recently for Memorial Day, placing flags on the gravestones at your local cemeteries or um, Fourth of July, you know, marching in a parade. Veterans Day is coming up. Ask your stations or somebody if, or maybe even you can just sponsor a hot dog dinner or something or, mm -hmm. you know, just something to say, hey, thank, you know, for Veterans Day. So just just those kind of things. Any, any way you could just, you know, get involved locally. Thank, just thank, saying, hey, thanks. Hey, thanks to a vet. And not even just within our, our local, but you see passengers going on and off the planes. You see them wearing the hat storm, whatever kind of insignia they get on or whatever. They might have a patch with the, the flag or something. Just, hey, thanks. Thanks for your service. You know, it, it goes a long way. It means a lot to us one way or the other. And we're supportive of everybody. And we know that there's a lot of support out there for us, too. So... But uh, to give back to the community. I mean, I would like to add on to it. And, and it's maybe not even just throwing stuff on our plate, but promoting 
veterans that are doing things in their community because I believe it is actually infectious. I've seen uh, through communication on social media, once we post things of a local event or local community being done by one of our members, then all of a sudden someone else is like, yeah, I, I did something. Like, can I share? Like, yes, you can. Please do it. And then it, it just kind of grows because you're like, oh, I don't know, I can share this. And maybe it's not directly for us, but you are, I mean, we all come to the thing where a veteran is a veteran, so it, we appreciate it. I will never turn down helping anybody that's a veteran, whether the union or not. But, you know, it, it's nice if they're doing something in their community and they want to even just broadcast that they're doing it to send the information so that we can show, like, our veterans are doing something that work for the company and they're doing some of their community. And it might actually encourage someone else to do something and then that kind of advocates for more good to be done in yeah. the area. The Veterans Committee does have a Facebook page. We try to um, post challenges as well around like holidays or special Ooh, events or stuff. So I like, like this. yeah, we've we've posted before um, like um, for for Memorial Day or for um, you know to to go and put your flags up and and then share your pictures or whatever. Just kind of see which you know we challenge you to get involved in in some some manner. And um, so we, we try to encourage that. Also, if somebody has a local event that is going on anywhere you know, around their station or whatever, even though it might be station specific, they're more than welcome to send anything to our veterans committee. And then we have the resources to email or post to our page one way or the other. That way we could share amongst other people. Cause even though 555 might not necessarily have a lot of presence in that station, um, working with the international, we have 556 which is Southwest though, we have like 100, 591. I mean, like all different other local unions that might have other people in that general area that can also get involved and help out um, one way or the other. I'm okay. seeing virtual challenge coins in your future. Now that's not something <laughs> well, that I could hand out, but that is definitely something you four could hand out. We don't have a virtual one, but we definitely have a real one. And that is our local 555. And you just dropped the coin. <laughs> Oh, Wait, no. I have to do something. Wait, do I have to like... Yes, yeah, so you you just challenged everybody. He dropped the coin, so drop him. If you uh -oh. don't have your coin, you're in trouble. You better get your coin out and drop <laughs> See, it. See, I have my international yeah, no, one. I heard that coin. one. Come on, drop your coin. There it is. Oh. Here's the deal with the challenge coins, for those of you who may not be aware. If you tap your coin on the table, you're the one tapping. Tap, tap, tap. It is a challenge. At that point in time, everybody on that table better have their coin out. And if they do not, guess who's buying drinks for everybody? Oh, the people who don't have a coin. So you better make sure you carry a coin on you, especially if you're around anybody with a veteran, uh, any veterans. Now, if you're the veteran who challenged everybody and it just so happens that you are with an amazing, awesome, wonderful group of people and everybody just happens to have their coin, guess who's buying the drinks? So you better be careful about challenging as well. <laughs> so um, that's how that works. And yes, Local 555 has their very own challenge coin. Believe it or not, it's a bottle opener. Um, <laughs> it's handed out on rare occasions and such. If you uh, attend our Appreciation Day events, um, you will get a challenge coin. It's handed out, you know, randomly amongst different things for different reasons and such. But, yeah, make sure you keep your challenge coin. And if you ever attend an Appreciation Day event, I promise you, you need to have a challenge coin. But 
we will do our best to ensure that you have one while you're there too, because you don't want to go without. I received one and um, I was afraid to carry it around with me. And so I put it in a plaque and it's, it's on my bookshelf and I stare at it all the time. But it was one of the, one of the most memorable things that's ever happened in my previous career was just one day having that thing put in my hand and having someone salute me. And I've I still feel unworthy to this day, but uh, that's that's what you guys do. You make people feel worthy when we you fight sure for us. We sure do. On a way. Thank you so much for helping us too. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Right there at the end, you could hear my voice change a little bit. That was unexpected and raw and also emotional moment. What you heard was the sound of Charlie coining me and immediately I got a little choked up. I carry that thing with me everywhere I go just in case. This community is made up of some very special sisters and brothers. We have one more segment with them. This is the In The Break Room podcast with TWU Local 555. Subscribe and share wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. Social media, just look for TWU Local 555. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and of course the website TWU555.org. Coming up next with your Veterans Committee, your battle buddies talk about honor flights, the committee's role in those special events, and a lot more on how they help veterans navigate resources, which isn't always easy, but they're on top of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying engaged, educated, and informed, and we'll see you next time in the break room. <laughs>